Sangoma is is a traditional healer and I think we've talked about you know some of the practices that come out of um South Africa um <clears throat> I talked a little bit about the Vela culture um Debele and Shona are probably two of the major, two groups that you'll hear a lot about, and, um, yeah, like, the Debele language is a dialect of Zulu, um, but it's not, like, exactly the same, um, people from the I guess from the Vela culture religion a lot of people practice um let me see like they practice like ancestors like connections to ancestors like I already talked a bit about you know some traditional uh kind of practices that I grew up with even growing up in the US just kind of like the respect for elders and just kind of that difference of hierarchy and age and how like younger people <clears throat> are always kind of like serving the older people and there's definitely this like reverence and respect for people who are older or people who have become ancestors um but because most of my family is Christian, usually once people pass away, there's no other interaction coming up with those people. At least people don't like openly talk about it if they are interacting. But what a Sangoma is, is um, they're a spiritual healer um, and they talk to the ancestors and they can get into like a like a trans like a trans state and um people use words like possession or get like taken over by like the ancestral spirits and they can heal people that way um Let me see. So I wrote these notes and I don't really know. I think they're for a blog post. So you guys might have to check the blog. I think I didn't actually post it, but I think I had meant to post this on the blog. Um... But... Um, there definitely are videos and footage of Sangomas 
there's this one uh I don't remember it's like a young guy he's a young man a young kid actually um who is a sangoma and he was like there's a story about him and he kind of talks about being um you know how he like um kind of was getting called to be a sangoma and you know he's he's still living like he's still a little kid right now like he's he's not like old um but there's a short documentary about him and his mother just kind of being like okay i guess you know kind of the early phases of the family kind of figuring out okay i guess he is a sangoma and he goes and lives with this lady um who is like a grandmother type of sangoma and he's like learning from her a lot of spiritual practices and you can see um him kind of dancing and getting like the ancestral spirits to kind of enter him you see his dancing they mention this that his dancing changes his voice kind of changes um and when he does that he's he's basically taking on taking on you know i guess messages and different types of energies from from ancestors and I guess the part that kind of made me a little confused was kind of some conversation about how he wants to go to school and it's expensive but you know it sounds like the place where he's practicing doing these spiritual practices or being called on by people in communities to kind of like do like healings and things um I guess he's trying to raise money to go to school or something um and I think they're trying to help him with getting back into school or something along those lines that's the part that I was a little bit confused about like he is a kid he's pretty young and he values education he wants to go to school but it sounds like he's either working working towards being able to pay for education that's the part that I'm like I don't really know um if he's I don't know if people are using him I really don't understand I don't really know um I don't know if he's generating some kind of money do people pay or tip like how do they get someone to come to them so like say if somebody needed healing how do you get someone to come to you um how do you get someone to come heal someone in your family or i mean it doesn't have to be like physical it could be mental emotional all kinds of healing and uh they participate you know he this boy is participating in this um 
usually I guess people aren't that young when they're when they're practicing but um there are ways that they can kind of tell I think there's like a something with dreams and you know ancestors speaking to people and you know this is a very different way of thinking um when you think about like the judeo-christian kind of uh way of thinking about you know who to who to call on um now in the Bele culture and Zulu culture it's not that people don't believe in like a higher power or a god um or a creator the Sangomas are um like spiritual people but you know it's just a different form uh to try to get healing um and so yeah like when you think about you know the judeo-christian kind of western religions like what is, is usually taught like usually people have this concept that they talk about about the state of the dead um depending we can go in so many different directions with this <laughs> but uh depending you know some people use verses from the bible that say like the dead know nothing and things like that to say once somebody's dead they're dead once somebody's gone they're they're not communicating um and you know there's also this idea of the second coming of Jesus or even a messiah that comes or at some point you know it depends if you're Jewish or Christian or whatever but you know Jews believe there there isn't a messiah yet and when the messiah comes um um you know things on earth are going to be better and I guess Christians believe that Jesus is the Messiah who already came and believe everyone I think kind of believes that there's going to be someone coming that's going to take the dead um and to take the people who are living like there's usually some concept of heaven involved in like the Judeo-Christian realm and people are basically waiting for someone to either come back or to come for the first time and fix everything and you know the dead eventually at some point will be risen um and the people who are living will be you know taken to heaven whatever all the details in between I'm trying not even to go into all that but that's just a general right um so i do think that to some extent you know in the judeo christian world people do believe that people can be raised from the dead 
um, or will be, that somebody can have a role in, in raising people from the dead. Um, it's a bit of a taboo subject. It's kind of weird in, like, the modern Western world to even, like, say stuff like that. Like, like it's not common. But one thing that I do notice that's kind of interesting in religious and non-religious circles alike is that when it comes to things like ghost hunting or kind of talking to spirits, Ouija boards, kind of interacting with some kind of haunted thing. I was watching these podcast episodes. One was by Joe Rogan interviewing Sam and Colby, these kind of like ghost hunters, uh, these Caucasian guys from, I think, Kansas. I think they live in L.A. now. They have for a while. I think they're popular on YouTube. They're pretty young. Uh, I think they're Gen Zers. Um, and they were also just on Ice Coffee Hour. That's how I learned that they had been on Joe Rogan. So I watched the episode on the Joe Rogan experience. And then I watched the episode on um, Ice Coffee Hour. And they were talking about, you know, haunted places that are popular. Like the Queen Mary. They had like a really... Uh, wild experience I'm not going to spoil it but I think it's probably on their YouTube channel um, that somebody had audio recorded they had a couple Christian friends really Christian friends that they lived with that came with them and they were in this room and they were basically interacting with some kind of spirit of some kind that was you know responding to them by like knocking in different directions and they were asking it questions and they asked the question about like heaven like is there heaven and then the way that it knocked it said no and then the christians got you know scared and left because they're like well if something says that it's that you're not um that there's no heaven then i guess in their belief they were taught that that means that it's a demon that's saying that and you shouldn't talk to demons kind of thing. And so, I mean, Sam and Colby, I don't even know if they're Christian. I think there's some kind of, came from some kind of Christian background. But a lot of people gravitate towards that kind of content. Um, they don't have to be Christian to be watching that. And it, it can be atheist people, agnostic people, people of all kinds of religions, you know, have this kind of interest or fascination i'm not judging it i'm just saying there is this kind of you know people want to know what did other people experience and that's something that me and some of my friends you know we talk about that a lot and it's kind of one of those topics that we notice it's taboo you know like don't start talking about flat earth don't start talking about aliens or religion you know don't start talking about you know ghosts and hauntings and stuff like that but it is something that i do like to know about people is like you know, have you had any kind of experiences, you know, that are unexplained by science or logic, you know, and some people are open to talking about it, and some people just like, oh, that's too weird to talk about, and they think it's super awkward, and then they don't really want to talk about it, so I don't really bring it up that much anymore, 
but usually when I first meet people, not like the first day, but after a while, I'm like, that's a good thing to know about people is kind of where they stand on that kind of stuff. But a lot of people don't want to talk about it. Um, They get uncomfortable. But I don't know. I think it's there's value in those conversations. And, you know, I just find it interesting that, you know, I do know that the Christian religion is pretty against that kind of stuff. But I find it very interesting that so many people from so many cultures kind of have this kind of idea about ghosts or like the dead or ancestors you know they don't usually say like oh ancestors a lot of people are like contacting any dead person like it's not always a specific person they know it's like like those guys sam and colby like who knows what was in the queen mary like who knows what it was or who they were talking to like it's i think that is different just interacting with any kind of spirits versus interacting with your own you know people who have like a shared bloodline um so i don't know it's just kind of a taboo topic though because it's like there is that kind of mixed message people say stay away from it but it's like but then you see stories in like the new testament about like jesus raising the dead raising his friend lazarus from the dead and you know, healing a lot of people, like, people can look at stuff and be like, oh, like, you know, like, talking to demons is wrong, or, like, having anything to do with, like, the dead is, like, wrong, or, like, these types of healing practices that all these traditional people use are wrong, but then if you look at Jesus, it's like, well, if the stories about Jesus are accurate, he was healing people. He was talking to demons, um, you know, to come out of people. He was, you know, raising people from the dead. I mean, in that culture, when people are dead, you're not supposed to be, like, around them um, in that time period. Like, it was like a taboo. You weren't supposed to be, like around the dead um you weren't supposed to be around the demon possessed people so even getting to a place to raise people from the dead or to heal them would have technically been against the rules to be like around those people but people look at jesus and they don't say like oh he's like some kind of witch doctor or something like nobody would say that about jesus but when people see like oh there's people in african countries or asian countries or you know uh, latin american countries that like communicate with ancestors and talk to all these spirits and things and or whatever they are that's interacting um people get you know they don't like it (laughs) they're like it's evil it's bad And people can say, okay, we can't compare ourselves to Jesus. We're not Jesus. But, I mean, his disciples, you know, they were trying to do the same types of healing. 
and he didn't discourage it. He didn't say, no, 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 you're not Jesus. You're not allowed. Um, he explained that one time that there's a certain type of demon that only can come out through prayer and fasting. And that's why they couldn't take the demon out of someone, why the disciples couldn't remove the demon. He wasn't saying don't talk to it. Don't interact with it. It's kind of an interesting thing, though, in, like, the Christian world, how things are are very far away from, like, you know, the otherworldly spiritual stuff. Like, people don't talk about miracles. People don't talk about, you know, fasting. People don't really talk about... I mean, I'm not saying people should be, like, bragging it up, but I'm just saying, like, these are almost taboo topics. But then it's kind of like you go back and, like, I always like to compare to, like, the New Testament Jesus stories. Because that's, those are usually the people, honestly, it's usually the Christians that are so against all the other types of religions. Because they're taught every single thing is evil. If it's not Christianity, it's evil. But then it's like, there's so much overlap. Like, when you when your mind is open to seeing it, there's so much overlap. Like, I guess the difference between Jesus, you know, taking a demon out of somebody and a healer, a, re- a different religious healer, what's the difference? You know, if you see someone that's, you know, a traditional healer, and they're removing a demon from somebody or a, a bad spirit or whatever it is. And they're doing some kind of religious ritual to remove it. And they're able to remove it. And then you read in the Bible that there's like, you know, Jesus having like these back and forth conversations with demons and stuff who know him by name and all this kind of stuff. Um, and the disciples trying to like take demons out of people like what's the difference like what is the difference like some people would say okay well those people were giving glory to God Um, I don't know if people who are traditionalists who aren't Christians like if they credit God to you know, because they do believe in a God. Like, do they credit that creator to removing the demon? Or do they credit the Sangoma for the healing process? Maybe that is the difference. But in Christianity, it's kind of the same. Like, people credit Jesus for doing that. They say Jesus did it. And then there's this whole argument. Is he a man? Is he divine? Is he both? That's a whole other conversation for a whole other time. That I probably will... I don't see myself at the moment going into it. But I think we might eventually get there. Um, I did do all those episodes about those councils. There's a lot of that information in those... in When you study those councils... There's a lot of information about 
the arguments about the divinity of Jesus in the early church. Um, people trying to decide, is he divine? Is he not? So... I mean, I'm not trying to like only talk about Christianity, but I just feel like, you know, there can be some ridicule from that end. But it's kind of like, sometimes I'm like, okay, well, a lot of these cultures are doing the same things. Um, And it's taboo in our modern culture anyways. Like, if somebody was raising the dead, even if it was like a Christian doing it, people would be like, what's going on? Or somebody was like healing people or taking out demons and actively like talking about it on the internet. <laughs> like, I mean, that would come off weird. Um, and so, like, it's just not a conversation that people have too much today. But I think people are more open minded to like haunted places spirits that are kind of not like necessarily ancestral spirits but like just talking to the dead of any kind uh or trying to like interact with with it whether it's ghosts or spirits or demons or whatever it is I don't I don't really know but whatever it is that people are interacting with people seem very interested in in the topics and so you know, I do see a lot of overlap with those types of practices and interests in modern society. Just, it's kind of more, it's less taboo to be like, okay, it's like near Halloween, let's play with the Ouija board, or like, you know, let's go to the Queen Mary and see what happens there. Or let's go to, I know in San Diego, there's uh, the Whaley House. Um, I've been to that. I've been to the Queen Mary as well. And it's easier to be like, get a group of your friends, go to the Whaley house, you know, there's a graveyard, like, right next door, I wasn't really comfortable hanging out there, but some of my friends were, and people who would, like, never go to church, they'd never go to temple, and they're also, like, really weirded out by, like, maybe African traditions, and, like, people interacting with, with ancestors, but they'll go to the Whaley house, you know, and hang out there, and, go on the tour and hear the stories and talk about hauntings and and stuff like that that is kind of like what's culturally acceptable nowadays um i think to do it as like an experiment is more culturally acceptable if you're doing it as like a religious practice um people consider that like some ancient old thing that like people don't really do that anymore and if you do It's not very close to what Jews and Christians do, so it's probably not right. So people just dismiss it. But I do notice that there is this interest in, um, you know, in spirits. So um, it's just kind of interesting to see that overlap, how there is the interest there, but people kind of interpret it differently depending where it's coming from. Um... So talking about something like Sangomas, there's going to be plenty, plenty of people that are like, oh, this is like some evil witch, witchcraft kind of like thing. 
that like is bad and terrible, but I can go watch some ghost hunter show and that's 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 acceptable to watch these people interacting with those ghosts. That's fine, you know. But I don't really see the difference. Um I mean I guess the difference mainly is when people are doing it purposefully for like a type of healing versus when somebody's doing it uh to like experiment with it. Uh, that's the main difference, but other than, like, the reasoning behind it, I feel like it's kind of the same thing, not really the same, like, it comes from different places, your heart's in a different place, um, but I don't see it as, um, I don't see it as that far out of the norm from what people do. Um, it is just kind of taboo. People don't really talk about it. But I've met a lot of people that are into talking about, like, haunted stuff and, like, experimenting around, like, uh, different types of things. Um, and, yeah, these are people in L.A., people in San Diego. I mean, modern thinking people, you know, like. So there is that interest there, but, you know, I know when when we talk about, like, traditionalists, African traditionalists, and things like that, like, right away, like, a lot of us were probably taught, like, oh, that kind of stuff, it doesn't matter if it's from Africa or where, that kind of stuff is evil, but I don't know, like, sometimes when I look at, like, the people who say it's evil it's like they don't really look at like the history of the church and see kind of what people were doing back then it's like these people were kind of doing the same sort of things it's just not something that we practice modern now like in like a lot of western modern society people don't really you know mess with that kind of stuff at all um so, uh, that's kind of mostly what I have to say about it. Um, I'll try and post a video if I can find it. I think I watched it like a week ago. Um, but we'll see, guys. But I hope this was interesting. And that's it for now.